On this week's episode of Bungalore in the Bus, we talk about Berg's Depot being for sale, Artborn Magazine being for sale, <laughs> and My Soul also for sale. Welcome to Bungalore and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor with Bungalore.com. Are you going to finish that? No, that's it. Your source for hyper-local news. Yeah, that's like, what you li- always say. No, like Madonna. I just leave it. Uh, Madonna. Uh. <laughs> Your so, source for hyper-local news. Uh. So right now, I am sitting outside enjoying a margarita. Trace margaritas. Is that how you say it? Trace. We are at Pepe's Cantina in downtown Orlando. On Church Street. In the Church Street District. The heart of Church Street District. I'm already slurring. <laughs> so, so this is a brand new restaurant down here. They actually have a location in Winter Park, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we wanted to come check out the Pepe's Cantina right here downtown, and we're having some chips and salsa, some chips and guacamole, and some margaritas. They're filling we'll, us up, man. They heard we were coming. They were. They heard you were coming. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so, does that mean I tried... I tread soft. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'll stop talking. <laughs> so if you hear some uh, some music in the background, uh-huh. maybe a train because we're also a, a train we're right next to the uh, Sunrail station. But yeah, we're right downtown eating some queso. So oh, I haven't ha- I haven't had that yet. The con queso. Maybe at the break you can have the queso. Thanks, buddy. All right, all right. So we on on bungalow on the bus. We talk about all things downtown and College Park and Winter Park. Everything in the bungalower neighborhoods everything, everything that you can find on bungalower.com yeah things that you can talk about at the dinner table things that matter to you speaking of dinner tables they have some beautiful tables here at pepe's they, like, they must they look like they're hand mosaic here yeah they're nice i'm digging it i'm yeah. digging that gray grout we got a mexican place on one side of the street we got a spanish ceviche place on the other side of the street ceviche looks great they just redid the uh the facade yeah they yeah. got like a facade improvement grant from the city and they've redone all those windows looks gorgeous what are they putting in next door anything oh the windows i'm looking at like a construction it's just the windows all yeah right. it's those are the people who did the construction um, it looks great. I, I, I think they still have one more step to like redo the patio, um, but everything else looks good. You know, that was one of my first places I ever went when I came to Orlando was Ceviche. Uh. I, I, you know, I came here to interview. When I actually moved here, my wife and I came to Ceviche. I don't know. We came to Church Street. Went in there. I loved it because they have good happy hour there. Tapas. They have good happy hour at Ceviche. Were there were they like flamenco dancers? Not, no, not when I was there. They have them there, but not when I was there the first time. I love Ceviches. I'm not, I, we're staring. My The way I'm sitting, I'm staring straight at where Cheyenne Saloon is. And uh, I love it in there. Have you yeah, been in there? I do. I, I, I want to go there for like a country and western night but not a new country and western i want some sort of old-timey western guy playing there let's uh vibrate that out into the universe and hope some someone will show up that'd be that great happen. some sort of western swing or just an old honky-tonk kind of guy want to host a awesome. party let's host a party we should all right but you got to wear a uh, old-timey <laughs> old-timey uh cowboy gear since we're here i guess one of the biggest stories we had this week was that uh ferg's our neighbor just up the street yeah, the other Ferg's side Depot. Actually, I wrote about this when they were coming in. This was a big deal when Ferg's came here because if you've ever been to St. Petersburg, they are like an institution in St. Petersburg. It's right outside of Tropicana Field, right downtown. If you're ever there before a baseball game, it's packed with people. And I don't know what's going on with this one here. Uh, I know he, Mark, what's his name? Good old Mark. <laughs> <laughs> the owner? Ferguson, Mark oh. Ferguson. He, uh, he, I guess he took out a bridge loan. 
That the build out took a long time. It's a beautiful building. It's Historic, a beautiful bar. one of the oldest buildings in town, right? Yeah. It's when the, I, the when I first station. moved here, that was nothing. There was nothing there. It was dead. There was nothing in there. So they had to bring it up to code, which is on its own crazy. And then also, it's gigantic. There's like three different bars in there, plus a restaurant. Um, the build out was way more than they expected to pay. Uh, so I, he had to take out a bridge loan, and I guess the payments on that loan to hold him over between the reno and then finally opening are, are killing him. So he's uh. trying to take on some equity investors to maybe like lessen that load, but uh, he's open to selling it. Okay. It's, it's placed on there. I believe it was like four point five million for the whole building, whole thing, and, and the business. Like you get the whole kit and caboodle, <laughs> the whole kitchen sink. I mean, I've gone in there. I, I I can't say I've ever been in there when it was packed. Right? Have you? Not when it was packed. I mean, I've, I mean, like I said, it's a it's a very nice bar, really pretty inside. It's just I've never seen it just like bustling with people. Unlike the one in St. Petersburg, where every time I'm there, it is jam-packed in there. Church Street is a special events district. It really is. District. And that needs to change, just I think. I don't see it as like... I, don't, I just don't see it full unless there is like a soccer game and everybody's going to walk over. Or there's like an outdoor concert happening. I just don't see that. It's. I'll be honest. It, it's a little hard to park on Church Street because there's no street parking. No. Really? I mean, there's some on the other side of Church Street. Right. So and you really either got to park like downtown on Orange Avenue. And, you know, I'm not one to complain about parking because I, I don't mind walking. <laughs> but not everybody's like that. Well, we just wrote about the Tremont Tower project, which is just on the other side of this building that we're in. Uh, what is that? South Street in Garland. And that uh, they're going to add six, 900 new parking spots. All right. So if they can hold out. And they put that is in. That two years? It could help. I know. Two years. So I'm hoping they get an equity partner and someone I hope in. so, too. I mean, it's a beautiful building. Mm-hmm. I'd hate for something to go out of business. But we're right here at Pepe's Cantina, which is pretty awesome. We're across the street from Lions Pride, which is brand new soccer-themed yeah. bar. Looks and like so they have all their Orlando City soccer merch in there now. When, when we covered the opening, it wasn't in there. I mean, I think a lot of people believe in Church Street. It's just it's not usually as busy over here as it is maybe on Orange Avenue. Yeah. I mean, there's really no clubs over here either. So if you're going to come here, you're going to come to eat. Or you're going to go here before a game and grab a beer. Actually, just up the street, we just wrote about this, and we're not we're probably not going to share it uh, until next week. But there's a new bar opening, Lions Den. You told me about this. I did. The Sentinel broke it. I saw it on their site. What's yeah. his face? What's his name? What was Kyle that? Arnold. Kyle. Good Little job, shout Kyle. Out. Hey. Hey, Kyle Arnold. <laughs> uh, he wrote about, yeah, it's, it's where is it? It's, it's like, a new bar. I think it's at, I want to say, Paramore and Church. Paramore it's on the Church. corner. There's nothing there right now. I think it used to be an old cell phone store. So they're calling this Lion's Den. It's a bar. It's a private rental space. It says like barbershop on the window. So Well, no, that's next door. So Jay Henry's barbershop has been there forever. And will remain there? I believe so. I okay. mean, I, I can't predict the future. They're always closed during games. So probably. And then you have reruns records, which we've wrote about on okay. Bungalow. Okay, so same building. Same They're building. not taking over the whole building. Just I, don't, I think it's just the corner there. Okay. But there hasn't been anything in that corner for a year, at least at least. Oh, a year. interesting. Okay. But, uh, it was a Nextel store for years and years and years. They're expecting it to open in October. I, I mean, that's, that's just another thing on Church Street. I mean, they're just... But just... And he specifically said in the interview, really just during games. Uh-huh. Which is... There's a few things on that stretch that are just open during games. Broken Cauldron's open all the time, aren't they? Yes. But then there's also... There's like that... Uh, tr- what's that? Truck 
what do you call it? You're tailgating. There's a tailgating place that's only open during games. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just hope that's not a trend that continues because, like, how does that – you can't have a district that only opens – twice a week very true right and then it's the desert the rest of the week that's no good no there's still people here who live there who could be serviced by those businesses yeah no i i agree on that i mean yeah. if you just if you're only open a day or two it does nobody any good yeah it's a little is it racism i don't know i don't think right so. well then why not serve the people who live there that's true yeah. all right you can't you can't just open for when all the all the hockey's come in for a soccer game. <laughs> <laughs> I said it. I said it. Brennan O'Connor telling it like it is. <laughs> maybe it's maybe maybe it's like a business where he'll, you know, if, it, if business picks up, they'll open more days. I hope so. out of the week. I hope that's how it is. They did. There was it like sounded a, like it was going to be a cafe though, right? I heard that. Yeah, maybe he was like, maybe we'll do a cafe when it's not hopping. Uh huh. It'll be yeah. Other, but he did say he backed it up saying, but we'll probably just be open for game days. <laughs> <laughs> we will see. We will see. Since we're talking about lions, um, did you see that lion-hearted documentary? I, I saw it on Bungalower, but I didn't actually watch the whole movie. It's on. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime. I'm totally gonna watch it. So this is about the red, the red lion pub. Red lion pub in on Howell Branch Road in Winter Park. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It was like the precursor for underground art things. Uh, in the last like ten years, it was it was a little uh, incubator space for people to paint swirly trees and have concerts and stay. Did up you ever go? I uh, no. I've never not, been there either. Not my scene. I actually tried to. I think I tried to go there one time. I want to say they used to show The Walking Dead on Sundays, and they would have these big parties. I believe it. And I tried to go, but it just didn't work out. But I know it's sort of like in a shopping center. I think off a of Howl Branch sort of. Yes. Winter Park-ish, yeah. kind of Maitland-ish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right there. There's actually like a residential complex called Red Lion Square and then Red Lion Pub. I don't know where the Red Lion comes from. <laughs> Sounds like a tribe thing. It's like so who totem. made this documentary? The guy who, what's he from? Enchanted Forge, which sounds super like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> uh, UCF grad. He, I can't remember his name, Andrew something. Uh he just covered it. He was a big fan. He, he, they found out that they were closing su- supposedly due to slow business. Uh, and so he covered the last few days of this place being open. This has been 27 years. Wow. Uh, Had he done any, do you know if he did anything else, this Andrew, or is this sort of his? It's on. You can go to the, we have the link on the website for right. Enchanted Forge. And you can go and see some of the other things that he's done. He has like his own little weird sci-fi opera TV show. Interesting. Uh, very low budge. Um, but like funny, it was interesting. It should be on like cable, a little cable network. I will say, Brendan, I spent the last night documenting the the final day and night of the barbecue bar in downtown Orlando. Barbecue bar. This was probably two years ago now, three okay. years ago. Uh, back when I worked at the Sentinel, <laughs> I. Uh, <laughs> I I wanted to be there for the last night. I liked Barbecue Bar, and so I said, I want to be here. I want to I want to see what it's like on the last night. And I probably got there at eight o'clock and stayed till two thirty three and just shot video the entire night. It was packed that night. Tons of people were there because a lot of people who were in their twenties and maybe now in their thirties like grew up with Barbecue Bar. Like that was their hangout, and now it was finally closing. I got to know the owners, um, Ashley, and oh, I can't remember the guy's name. But they it's owned like it. Buck or no, like Buck. No, it wasn't Biff that. Or, um, I can't remember his name. 
But they ended up Hunter. I want to say <laughs> across the street they opened up or he opened up like that local bar, I think it's called like or dive bar. Right. And she opened up the guest house, mm-hmm. which is killing it. Yeah. It's so, which, I, a completely different menu. Me, she said her name's Ashley. She explained to me, she said, you know, barbecue bar was our bar when we were 20. Now that we're 40, like we want to open a bar that's a little more our sort of age appropriate, and that's sort of where the guest house came, which is on mills and lots of ferns in there. <laughs> they don't get it. Not, it is a lot of ferns. It's <laughs> ferns and like white walls, but it's like dark. Um, ferns and fancy cocktails. It's like it's another one of those like Winter Park foothold businesses where it's okay. They're making it okay for Winter Parkers to come into Orlando. Yeah, like they feel like they're being super edgy, and they come into Mills Fifty and they hang out at Santiago's Bodega, which is really Ivanhoe, and Guest House. What's the other Brass Tap and Mills Park? Brass Actually, Tap has good happy hour. I like Brass Tap. Brass Tap has good happy hour. Trivia is fun. Although the Fresh Market there is called the Winter Park Fresh Market. Really, and it's not even in Winter Park. Ah. You know what? Uh, fun fact. Crazy. Fun fact. I love real fun quick. facts. Fun Do you know fact. what they call people who don't live in Windermere but associate with Windermere? Windermere. Windermeres. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a t-shirt. Yep. We'll put that on our Orlando shirts. I heard it today. Oh, I've heard it before, but there's only three thousand residents that live in Windermere. Okay. But like thirty-five thousand have a Windermere address, and if you ever drive around there. All the uh, subdivisions and, and housing developments are like Windermere Reserve and the lakes of Windermere, but none of them are in Windermere. <laughs> so they all just bank off that name. As a planner, I always think it's funny when people like name their housing developments after a thing that they've replaced, like <laughs> Pine Hills. Uh-huh. Right? Where are the pines and the hills? There's yeah, nothing there. I or have like, no idea. Well, the Lotus Landing, there's no lotuses there. It's all gone. Let's call it asphalt turf. <laughs> Actually, asphalt. You know, we just did that hashtag bring to Orlando. I saw white says, asphalt. Oh, yeah, I want some white asphalt. How do you make it white? You just paint it. Oh. It's like a, <laughs> <laughs> that, not as exciting as I not thought. Not as exciting. But like you put like a sand or something in it, like something that gives it a hold. Because otherwise, if you're just painting a surface, it's too slippery. So there has to be like something in there that can give you traction uh, as you drive over it. But they say it can help fight help eliminate the heat island effect i like that that's a good idea Brandon. right it wasn't my idea i'm just <laughs> passing it on because i'm a sharer <laughs> so what else we got going on um the cambria hotel did you see that i did not yeah so that it was this old plan from like 2011 uh for the corner of oh i changed my mind i did see this <laughs> now, that, now that i know what you're talking about washington and rosalind so right by lake from, eola right by lake eola right by that uh wine slushy place that Is nobody there a dog goes grooming to place right there still or not that's the wine slushy place right. you can get wine slushies <laughs> but they it's this lot that really just has like sunflowers and uh, papayas in it. I think someone gorilla gardened it way back when. It looks. I love it. It's big, beautiful papaya trees on it. Yeah, so right next you, to the Orthodox Greek Orthodox Church there. Yeah, St. George. Yeah, I think so. Right? Is there a dragon? Who knows? No. <laughs> there must be. Um, so it's going to be a new fancy like Miami vibe hotel. That's great. Yeah. How many rooms? Like 110, I thought I read? Or? I think it was 150. I didn't Something write it like down. Something like that. I didn't take notes. Just a hotel? Any any hotel? Retail or? Nope. No? No hotel. restaurants? Just They're a hotel. Like, and balconies and a, and a pool on the on the north side of the building, which is what my readers pointed out. I thought that's, that was funny. That's cool. Yeah. And the thing is, there's not, I mean, there's not a ton of hotels downtown. I mean, uh, there's no, it's picking up. four or five. Aloft, Bohemian, 
What's the Craig Osler owns that one over by the sub shop that uh, just closed? It used closed. to be the Sinesta, but I, it's um, not the Sinesta anymore. It's the Double Tree. E O N Double Tree Courtyard, courtyard. right there. Courtyard. Off of, plus, there's the not Travel really Lodge. The so travel. We got, we got some. Have you ever been to the Travel Lodge right there in Livingston? And no, I wrote about it because there was someone sold a condo. There's like one condo Ew. in the Travel Lodge Ooh. on like the ninth floor. I had something. a friend stay there once. He said it was one of the worst hotels <laughs> he's ever stayed in. I'm quoting him. So yeah. it's interesting to see like how it's filling in, and then like these ripples of development that are happening from out. Yeah, yeah. It'd be nice to have more hotels downtown. Some to watch. Well, there's going to be that other one that's supposed to be near the city hall but i i don't know if that's gonna happen <laughs> secrets there's also a hotel in the tremont that other yeah. that previous development that we were just talking about yeah awesome plus so, there's another anyway. apartment complex going up like right down the street from the this one this hotel yeah we wrote about that in april um sorry sorry sentinel <laughs> we already broke that news I guess they changed their plans a little bit. Um, they, they're fitting more people into that space. This is sort of like a wedge yeah. island right at it's Livingston On and Rosalind. Yes. Yeah. And they call it the Livingston Wedge. So if you're driving up Rosalind, it's that little triangle of land that's like full of bromeliads and like huge aloe plants. Uh huh. It's like a big mound of really cool looking monster plants. There is a which I'm slowly whittling don't steal away. Them. Brandon, you can't steal them. That's I'm not stealing them. I'm helping them because <laughs> they're gonna get developed over. So if you steal a child from a nursery, you're, you you say helping, I'm helping yeah, that I'm child. Helping that child. I'm giving it a better life. <laughs> That's what I did with my boyfriend. I stole him away and gave him a better <laughs> life. <laughs> but this is right by the the Acme dry cleaners. Sure, by that subway. Do you ever cut through there on your bike? The they dry cleaner. Yeah, I think yeah. they leave their drive through open all the time, don't yeah. they? Just cut right through I there sometimes. Through. I'm a little afraid someone's gonna like come, like and come hit out me. and yell at you. I just got in a car accident too. Did so you? I don't get it. You got it by? It was by my house too, wasn't it? It was. I just fed your cat. Oh, I fed your cat and I left. I'm sorry. And, uh, <laughs> it's clearly all your fault. Yeah. I got hit by a postal truck. Oh. Who does that? Oh, did you? Are you going to sue them? <laughs> I'm not, I don't know. I don't want to sue anybody. I'm so not wait, like that. they hit, like, were they turning left? <laughs> they or? ran a red light. Oh, really? Yeah, and it hit me. Oh, snap. In my little smart car. I'm surprised you didn't flip it over and they, burn. <laughs> and They sent me spinning. I really? remember. Yeah, I, don't, well, I don't know. We don't need to talk about this. It was crazy. Although, Did you get out and yell at them? It's at the intersection of Smith and uh, Rio, Rio Grande. Grande. Oh, okay. And apparently there's tons of accidents there. I believe it. And I don't, maybe the lights are timed weird. I, I, that's something I kind of want to look into. I think I'm yeah. going to ask the city, like, how many accidents have happened here before? Um, you, you can do tell that. Tell us all about it. We just, they just keep bringing us more food here at Pepe's Cantina. Pepe's Cantina. What we are you bringing us, Pepe's and Cantina? Salsa and it's queso. A sampler, uh, one of our best appetizers because it's a little bit of everything. So yeah, I hope you guys like it and you know enjoy uh, your tell stay. Us what we're at. <laughs> well, we are having a chicken quesadilla right now with some chicken taquitos fry and then some jalapeno poppers, which is very good. We make everything here fresh. Also some nachos with cheese made in house. Sour cream pico de gallo, guacamole on top, and lettuce. We're going to eat all of it. Yes, we are. Although I'm not allowed. My, my gym <laughs> trainer is going to yell at <laughs> me Thank if Pepe's she ever Cantina. Thank you, guys. So, yeah, we're at Pepe's Cantina downtown. I want to listen to him talk all day. They just keep bringing us food. We got margaritas and chips and salsa and just all kinds of stuff. So, All right. What else is happening? I don't know. You just talk, and I'll eat. Can oh, yeah, you, you can, can you fill some time? I can fill some time. <laughs> hey, I can fill it. Um... 
The city wants to buy a bomb squad robot. What do they need a robot for? Apparently, in case there's a bomb, and it's going to cost $300,000, and its name is Andros. Andros? Andros, the bomb defusing robot. I do know. I, I heard John Mina speak, Chief John Mina speak one time, uh-huh. and he sort of talked about the technology that, that the Orlando Police Department has requested. And, you know, a lot of people at the time, they have like a, they have massive, like, trucks and armored tanks and all that. And I think when they bought this, I don't remember what year it was, they got a lot of flack for it because they said, why are you spending $500,000 on this tank? And, you know, two years goes by and they needed that tank during Pulse because they needed to smash the building to get in. And then it's just one of those things. But, Mm. you know, at the time, everybody says it's too much money. But then when you need it in a situation, everybody's thankful that they have it. So there will be a time where we can use Andros. No, I, I mean, you know, who knows? But it's just it's something that he talked about when I heard him speak. I'm not against it. I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. And I love that his name was Andros. That's really the only reason. What is the robot do? Does it just like go up to bombs? He's got little wheels. Yeah, he's got a little arm and he like diffuses it. He like hits it and then he's fine. Really? I guess he can't explode. Does he like put it in himself? No. (laughs) No? He like sits on it like a chicken. Yeah. Yeah. He just like wiggles his little butt, his little robot butt sits on it and it explodes and he gets up and he's like, all right. $300,000 $300,000 worth it. <laughs> and that's it. I feel like you could just throw another bomb at the bomb. <laughs> right? And then just blow up two Isn't bombs. Isn't a thing? Or like, have you, there's, those, that, there's a <laughs> TED talk about that. It's like a like a whirling dervish. This thing that just like gets blown across a minefield. And every time it hits things with its little plunger stickers, they explode. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? They do that with rats too, don't they? Don't they have oh. rats that go find mines and that's stuff? That's awful. Well, no, they're like trained to find them. Yeah, and then die? I don't know if they die. I think they sniff them out. Oh, well, that's different. <laughs> and then they bark? I don't know. I don't know what the rats <laughs> like, hey, do. Hey, man, there's a, there's a bomb. <laughs> like Secret and M. <laughs> Did you hear about Artborn Magazine? I hear they're selling it. Yeah, man. And I, I think he's got to sell it out of necessity. Yeah. Poor thing. Is he move, he's moving. He's to, moved. He's Jonathan Yubi. Jonathan Yubi. Moving to New York? Apparently he already moved. Oh, all right. Immediately. Just kind of bailed on town, ran right. away, and so he's trying to sell the magazine for thirty grand. Wow! Um, a, it's a it, so I will say, Artborn's a very nice magazine, cool, very glossy, glossy arts magazine. Yeah, something we needed it. Orlando needs Orlando Weekly like voted it like best new thing and whatever, um, <laughs> <laughs> which is a very prestigious award <laughs> apparently. <laughs> um, I liked it. I liked reading it. They did like a year's worth of programming. Uh, he, he owes a little bit of money. Yeah. Um, maybe I think $8,000 to the printer and to the bank. It's tough to print a glossy magazine. It is. And it's like 10000 to his staff. Especially to give it give it away for free. Yes. But it's one of those magazines you kind of have to give away for free, I think, at least for a while. So he's looking. It's got a following. Not not like a, a, a small amount of people are following. It's it's pretty healthy, especially for one year. I think uh, someone bought it for thirty grand. They they could turn their investment. Let's buy it. Let's buy. It. <laughs> sure. All right, go, we're gonna me, raise some money during this break. I'm gonna go clean out the cushions on my couch, <laughs> and then we'll be back. Welcome 
Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. Hey, bus. I'm Brandon O'Connor with Bungalow.com, your source for hyperlocal news. And we are at Pepe's Cantina in downtown Orlando. This is their second location. Where's their first one? Their first one is in Winter Park, where Mi Tomatillo used to be, my favorite Spanish restaurant. <laughs> now in gone. All of Central Florida. Now it's gone. But <laughs> I will say. Pepe's Cantina has been fantastic to us tonight. They've brought us chips and salsa and guacamole and yeah. sampler platters and, and margaritas and more margaritas and more margaritas. They're not even sponsoring us. We're just here to do it, and they like threw all this stuff at us. Yeah, we like to take our show on the road most weeks, and uh-huh. so uh, we're here downtown, and it's a beautiful night tonight. Hitting up Church Street, people watching, watching people. Ceviche across the street. I like it. Yeah. Families trying to figure out where everybody's <laughs> hanging out. It's funny. Before you got here, Brendan, there was an older lady, and she was sort of looking like she was lost. And so I was, I kind of like looked at her, and she's like, oh, can you can you help me? I'm like, what do you need? She's like, where's the Mad Cow Theater? And so I walked her to the Mad Cow Theater. And, and Did she hold so, her hand? No, I hope she made it in. I didn't get her all the way there. I was like, oh, it's right well, over there. She can't go up the escalator. Yeah. That's Darwinism. That's <laughs> what I say. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, so we just cow. finished talking. What, what did we finish talking about? What's the last I thing know, we talked I can't, about? All I can think, Artboard Magazine. Artboard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Owen Money. If you got $30,000. 30K, half of that's going to go to paying off the old staff. And then the other half can go to Bungalow and sponsor, <laughs> sponsor Bungalow. If I had that money, I would buy it. Yeah. I think it sounds like a great investment. What was the other investment we talked about? People buying Fergs, Fergs Depot, up yeah. for sale. You can get, or you can buy equity. We're like, a, we're like a financial radio show now. I just want, I want Orlando to continue to be a great place. And if I, you got I the agree. cash, I need you to buy up, buy in, pony up, and uh, and keep Orlando going. So I was, I will. Uh, we're gonna do a little tangent here. I was I love in tangents. my hometown of Detroit this past oh. week. Okay. It was, it was fantastic. Had a good time. So little, urban. Little vacation and saw my mom and went to some baseball games and went to the bars. But I think I've talked about this before on Bungalower and the bus, Brendan. But how come Orlando doesn't have buses from bars to take you to football or uh, basketball games and soccer games? So I'll, I will clarify this. In Detroit, they do. Almost all the bars around the stadiums have their own buses. That say oh. like the name of the bar, and so you go drink at the bar. Oh wait a minute, it's six thirty. We need to get to the game. Like a drunk we're bus. We're not gonna drive there. We're gonna hop on the bar bus. We're gonna go to the game. We're gonna drink a little more, and then when I'm done with the game, bar bus is gonna pick me back up and bring me back to the bar. I think UCF does stuff like that, do and they, then and the Disney College program used to do stuff but like not that. A bar. But a no, bar not one should, bar. A bar should own the bus. I don't think there is. Name a bar downtown that could buy their own bus. But it, a, first of all, a bus is like they should just church you just have it. They're not that expensive. Bars aren't. I mean, buses aren't that expensive. These aren't like fancy buses. These are old school buses. I want like one of those buses from like India that are like covered in paintings. Yeah, I like, that's what I want. Sometimes they have those shorter buses. Yeah, or like Van Dam from Sensate. Yeah, on so Netflix. I think if, if anybody in Orlando owns a bar and can afford a bus, buy a bus. Have a bus driver. Why don't you buy a bus? I should. The bus. I should. That's the bus with the bus. I just think I just think it's a good idea. Did you hear? We, we talked about it, I think, maybe two episodes ago, that beer bus. Yeah. In Winter Park. Take, I love that. How much that. tickets to that? They were like 80 bucks, weren't they? I think it was like a sliding scale, depending on how long your tour was. Yeah. It's off the top of my head with all of these things that are happening in Ivanhoe Village. I'm guessing Ivanhoe Village slash 
uh, Paramore is going to be like the most popular route. You could just go up orange. Ooh, I just burped. You're welcome, Orlando. <laughs> I'm full of margaritas. Real quick, speak. Going back to my Detroit trip. Okay, no, I who saw cares? Tons of of those uh, bike bars, like the like the limo cycle bars. Uh-huh, uh-huh. They had tons of them up there. And tra- I mean, there's traffic in Detroit. There. Oh yeah, like I must have seen five or six different companies pedaling around cool. Detroit. But the coolest one I saw, which Orlando should have. <laughs> It was a boat version of it. What? Where you paddle and there's a boat that is a bar boat. We need one in Lake Eola. I think so. For sure. We I need something. So. In, I'm so tired of just looking at Eola. I want something in it. Well, there's I want it to boats. either be like, who cares? I want like a bumper boat that has that sells like popsicles. That's a good idea. And he just goes to like certain, like three different spots on the lake all day. He just rolls up, sells you a popsicle and goes to the next one. Paddle boat bars. Pa- I want them in Orlando. Paddle boat bar. Well, let's launch one. All right. I want all those things. <laughs> we wrote about once. I think when I first took over, there's a, a guy in Tampa that makes Tiki Hut bars. He makes them and sells them. We could just get one. That's like a demo. Can you just like set them up wherever. Yeah, it's like really like for private bar. uses. Oh. You just sit there and like serve yourself, or okay. like a friend does it. It's probably for like Gasparilla or something. Yeah, but I think they totally need one for like Yola. Good idea. All right, we're gonna. I want to mention that Brendan O'Connor, star of Bungalower.com, was on the front page of the College Park paper uh, this week. Hashtag above the fold. We were both there. Yeah, so my wife was on there for her making conversations uh, dinner parties that she has. It was a takeover. It was, and then Brendan was right next to her. Uh huh. in the in middle. The, in, the, in the interview. The monkey in the middle, above the fold. I didn't read your interview yet. No? No. It's all right. I thought she was going to edit it a little bit, so I. <laughs> there's a lot of tangents. That interview is verbatim. She just <laughs> she definitely just wrote down anything that just came tumbling out of my mouth, so I, I apologize. I want to know how somebody who doesn't live in College Park gets to be <laughs> the interview of the College Park paper. I'll tell you. You help them launch a paper downtown. Ah. I've always wanted to be featured in the College Park paper. It has nothing to do with me doing anything in life. It's just I'm helping them launch their new, what is it, downtown O-Town community paper. Yeah, Amanda Ober, who used to be my colleague at West, she was was featured. And you've never been. I've never been. Mayor Buddy Dyer's wife, I think, she was featured. What is her name? I don't remember. You know, she works Buddy in New York Dyer. like five days a week. Mrs. Mayor. Flies back here. Did you know that? I love that. Yeah. I want to do that. I want to do you that. Want Scotty to, you want your boyfriend to... I want Scotty to like fly to Chicago or Nepal. All right. Like, we are way off forth. topic here. I'm talking about Detroit and College Park papers. Did you hear about that cafe that's open in Orange, Michigan? I saw or, it. Orange and Washington. I saw it on Bungalower, but nobody knows what this mystery cafe is, Mystery. Right? If anybody out there knows what this is, are you the owner... Uh, you, the secret keeper, are not telling us who you are. I'd love to hear about it. We'll There's buy you a margarita at Pepe's Cantina. In the same building as like Beth's Burgers and Gringos Locos that were like directly on the corner, which has been empty forever. I think it was a bank last time it was open. I think uh, Launch That is moving in there, too. Do you know Launch That? So uh, Launch That is a series of they, – they operate websites, and I'm, I'm totally murdering this, but they're like a web – company okay and they run websites and i have some uh former sentinel employees work there now and they're in the chase building right now but i want to say they are like 
taking over that entire building, like the upper floors. Wow. And they're building it out and they're spending a bunch of money. I love that. Yeah. It's cool to see because they're all eating downtown. Like it's it's transforming downtown during the day. Yeah. I loved going through it at, at lunchtime because you can see, you definitely know who the techie people are because they're in like schlubby shorts. And they don't brush their hair. Like they're in a Gap commercial from 1995 <laughs> with or their khakis just, and their white just, shirts. They just woke up or like it's just so funny and then. And then there's like these like nice looking like executive types that they're like, where are we? Who are these kids taking over? I work downtown. You do? I do. Yeah. You ever I, see me walking around? Yeah, on your way to Orange Citrus Club. Yeah, Grove. I, that's where I go. Citrus Club. <laughs> Fancy. I have an office downtown, but I never use it. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody out there needs an office, let me know, and uh, you can, I'll give you a scholarship Just to Canvas. offices away. Give you a scholarship to Canvas. We should do that. That should be like a bungalow or scholarship. If there's Maybe a startup, a you need an office. We have a 50-50 raffle. Let's do a raffle. If anybody out there, let me know. Re- email me at info so nobody, at bungalow.com. So nobody knows what this cafe is? No, nobody knows. So it looks it, cool. It's going to be gigantic. I, I looked at their equipment list because you have to list the equipment you're going to put in when you apply for a permit. What do they, put it, what do, they got? There's a rice cooker. Okay. There is a pizza table. Weird fusion we got going on right now. Turbo Chef Pizza Oven. So pizza you think it's like just rice. a diner with a little bit of everything? I don't know. It's gigantic. It looks like they're gonna have a stage. There's like two outdoor sidewalk cafes as part of it. Uh, it looks legit. It's big. They're definitely gonna own buffet. that space. Oh, we need a buffet downtown. I don't think I've ever... They should have a buffet, like a little bit of everything. We did an I Wish This Was for the corner of the Church Street Station, which used to be a gallery at one point, and I wanted it to be uh, sweet tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a sweet tomatoes downtown would, like, kill Let it. Green Beet opened up. Ooh, it's like a salad Green place. Green Beet. Is that what it's called? Green <laughs> Beet? Have you been? Ridiculous. You can make your own salad. Ridic- I can make that at home. But oh, would you? No. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, that's funny. I haven't been there yet. I should, ch- I'll check it's it out. the street from the courthouse. Okay. Right I've next to the it. Philly cheese place. And, and with the, it's in the building where you can't park on the street because those parking lots or the parking spaces are too skinny. I don't know. Mm-hmm. People keep losing their doors and their mirrors because they, uh, Oops. it's not, it's not deep enough. Huh. And I should have written about it six months ago, but I keep getting lost in the technical jargon about how big. A, a real parking spot supposed to be. Have so you, I apologize. I want to ask you, have you ever written about this California tortilla place opening? Uh, yes. Okay. But they lost their lease. Really? Yes. So they were before about I got open. here to Pepe's Cantina, I walked over to this California tortilla. California tortilla and it looks like, a, it looks like it's a uh, Tijuana Flats right. by another name. Very similar. It was in the little, there's like a pedestrian bridge that goes to Mad Cow. Right next to 55 West. So I, apparently 55 West owns that property. Okay. So 55 West was just sold, which oh, affected right. them opening. And there it delayed their opening, which had already been delayed astronomically. So they just gave up. Really? They just, they were about, they, they, they've done a, I think it's like a turnkey restaurant. Oh, it looks like It's it. ready to open, but they just were like, no, that's it. We can't wow. do this anymore. So that's crazy. So they're out. So if anybody needs to just plug in a restaurant, a little tortilla concept, don't do it because Pepe's just opened up. Yeah. We love it. Pepe's is delicious. <laughs> what else happened? Did you have any headlines for us this week? I got a couple more. I got nothing. All right. I don't do any work. I just let you do all the work. I love it. That's what I'm here for. Solar eclipse is happening. When is that? Astral bodies. Ast- it's on the 21st. 
All right, we got some time. We got some time. Uh, the Science Center is going to be doing little pop-ups all over town. It's not really coming this far south, I thought. No, it's not like, like the line's not through Orlando. We're going to have an 89% eclipse. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, which is great. It's, it's like not a B 100%, plus, right? but it's still... What, sorry? It's like a B plus. Yeah, it's like a B plus eclipse. <laughs> the, the last eclipse was like 99 years ago, like full eclipse. Um, so oh, Orlando Science Center, they're updating their list, but they're going to be giving out free goggles Cool. all over town. I just want a free goggle pair. Free pair of goggles. I can't talk. Margarita. It's all these margaritas you've been drinking. Woo! There was like, three at the table. Now there's only two. I'm drinking the skinny one. I'm drinking the jalapeno one. And we got Scotty Campbell, past host, who's never allowed to come back, is drinking an avocado margarita. <laughs> he got the weird-looking mutant one in the corner. It's good. No, all of them are good. <laughs> mumble, mumble. And then there's, hey, limo lime. Lime. Getting a new lime. one. Did you hear that? Kind of. Lime Line Limo, the free bus service downtown, the circulator. I don't think I've ever been on the limo. Well, it's, uh, it's a homeless mover. <laughs> homeless person mover. Just moves them around. not a homeless Shuffle mover. them around. Point A to point B, all for free. It is. That's actually the city's talking about putting in a quarter fee. Like you pay 25 cents. What if you something. don't have a quarter? I don't have a quarter. How often do you, you have want, a quarter in your pocket? I, I, I don't know. They, they're talking to the, if you need a fee... That could discourage people from just sitting on it because it's air conditioned. I, I, I agree with that. I'm just saying uh-huh. I never have a quarter, though. You would have to. <laughs> Maybe that's well, so why I won't ride machine. it. Like, I'm not riding it now. <laughs> I don't know why I don't ride it, You're though. You're a walker. Yeah, I am a walker. I like to walk. I'd rather you, walk. Do you ever ride no. it? It's like downtown is like eight blocks. True. You know? It's if not, they could have one that went to College Park, I would ride it. They're going to have one. I guess that's the bus, though. There was <laughs> one that goes to North Quarter, which I should take. And I've never taken it. By that, I'd just hop on a bike then. They're talking about expanding it through Ivanhoe Village up Virginia, which I would totally that take would that. That would be awesome. No, that would be good. Yeah. But this one, Limeline, is just a circulator in Paramore, and it's really for the Creative Village people. Okay. Um, so they're starting it now, so people are used to it. And I think it stops at the bus station, too. So it'll just circulate through Paramore, free, hop on, hop off. And then get to the station, hop on your sun rails or wherever you need to go. One That's day, cool. Brandon. One day I will hop on it. Limo Lime. Oh, the coyotes. Everybody's talking about coyotes. They're back? They're back. They never left. About three years ago, there was a bunch of coyotes in College Park. In College Park. And the, and the city doesn't do anything. What are they supposed to do? The city doesn't do anything with coyotes. They're like, what are we going to do? They don't have like a, it's the county. The county. And the county's <laughs> like, we don't have enough people. Let's fish and wildlife. And fish and wildlife says the same thing. So nobody does anything about coyotes. And they just, you know, like, I don't know what you can do. You're, you're just going to always be shooting coyotes for the rest of your lives. I tried to follow them, more a, will come. a coyote exterminator. Yeah. But he never called me back. I called <laughs> him one time to ask him if I could, like, ride along. Mm, they're they, really secretive about it because they don't want people heckling them. Yeah. All those PETA people, um, which I understand. And that's so they that's what happened, actually, was college, a group of College Park people residents hired an exterminator to come and get rid of those coyotes a couple years ago. Where was this at? Where was the new one recent? happened near Lo- what is that? Interlochen Country Club? Oh, okay. It's not Interlochen. I mean, yeah, Interlochen. Interlochen Country Club. Um, I think it's kind of behind where Crealde is. Oh, we got some motorcycles going by. Hey, right now. I know where they're going. <laughs> Ace Cafe. <laughs> past host. Um, yeah, so they it was like actually at someone's house. So there's they had all this rain, 
And so the storm water eroded underneath their fence. And so this guy's little dog, I was I can't remember what it was, one of the little yappy dogs. Yeah. Um got out. His name was Wally. Oh, he's a Yorkshire Terrier. Oh, so no. Wally the Yorkshire Terrier got out underneath the fence and directly on the other side of the fence was attacked by a mama coyote and her two cubs. Ah. Like obviously killed it. Um and so this guy heard it like witnessed it because he tried to break it up like what you can't fight three coyotes um and the coyotes took off and so it's this they could live anywhere they can live like in a ditch like they don't need much space they're really suited to urban living and they're here like they're just you can't get rid of coyotes we used to i mean we brought our cat in when when the coyotes were attacking Mm -hmm. in college park we made sure our cat was in coyotes are attacking Yeah, as soon as it got a little bit dark she was in so that's not something in, to be aware of, you know. So because we can't get rid of them, you have to know when they're active. And they're active at dawn and dusk, and they like to hide in bushes. So don't go in, like, bushed areas and uh, look after your dog. Keep them on a leash and be safe, everybody. So you what know? do we got going on this weekend aware. or this week? Time? We're going go to go to our events. Let's do it. Event time. Is it a marathon? How much time do I got? We have five minutes. Maybe 10. Not quite a sprint. Probably five. Okay. So, John, we got Saturday, National Oyster Day. It's a celebration. Oh, I like that. At East End Market, 11 to 6. Wait, what makes it a Nashville? National. Oh, National. I I slurred. It's the margaritas. A gentleman wouldn't have rubbed it in. (laughs) If you kept... You should stop talking about how, how much you worked at the Sentinel. I really thought you said Nash- drinking. Nashville. Man. I might have. Nash- National Oyster Day. $1 oysters at East End Market, 11 to 6. What kind of oysters are we talking about here? I don't know. I don't know anything about <laughs> oysters. Good ones. Yeah. The yummiest You like oysters, oysters, Brendan? I'm allergic. Oh, that's I'm right. I'm allergic. You nerd. I'm a shellfish. Shellfish <laughs> allergy. Well, oysters uh, are delicious. <laughs> red light, red light, Mexican food. Thank you. I'll never know the yummy taste. Are you of sure an you're allergic to oysters? I'm allergic to all shellfish. Well, but what about oysters, guys? I apologize. Sunrail doesn't want you to know about events because we got a big, we got a big train coming. Yeah, we have a train coming through. Train right shots. Now. Everybody, take a train I'll shot. I'll take a little sip here. Maybe I'll say really quick what's coming. Red light, red light. There's a Mexican pop up, uh, six to nine. It's eight to eleven bucks, depending on how much you're going to eat. There's uh, what emerald. What that? We got some time. It'll be fine. The train goes by in like two seconds. Here, well, now it's one second. I could have said two more <laughs> events. You ruined everything. Here it comes. Everybody do. Listen. Right, Urban living. We live in a city. That's we right. live in a so city. So many people were on that train, Sorry, That thing was, was packed. packed. It was packed. Like an oyster bed. There must have been a thousand <laughs> people on that train. Sardine can. <laughs> Did you see anybody in there? Uh, I saw like two people. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> uh, Emerald City Cabaret is presents the 90s at the venue. So it's a 90s themed burlesque cabaret Ooh, show. I, I like that. 8 p.m., 20 bucks. It's supposed like, to be real good. All right. Uh, you don't like the 20 bucks? Uh, I'd pay it. That's not bad. You know, burlesque dancers got to eat. That's true. Those fleshy ladies. <laughs> Orlando Pride. What day is that? Wait, what day is the burlesque? All, everything I said is Saturday All so right. far. Uh, Orlando Pride is playing the Chicago Red Stars at 7.30 at the stadium. Uh, t- Sunday, Uncomfortable Brunch. Sex Lies and Videotape. Yeah, are you going to go see it? Uh, probably not. Uncomfortable Brunch is a series. It's a screening series at Will's Pub. 
where they screen just really uncomfortable movies. And, and I think they're a little more mainstream uncomfortable now. Okay. I think when they're Josh running out. was doing it. I don't know if Josh is doing it anymore. I don't know who's doing it now. I don't either. But when Josh was doing it, I think he had picked some pretty obscure movies. Okay. And it was hard, I think, to get people there. Yeah. Not First of all, they were probably super uncomfortable. <laughs> but also, it's hard to sell a movie that you've never seen to people no. that have no idea what they're going to watch. Good. And that's at 1 p.m. There's also the uh, downtown farmer's market, which I was just hanging out at the other day. I like a good farmer's Sunday. market. Me too. Hey. I think yeah. we're going like, to start talking about the farmer's market more. I was, we'll talk about it in the future. Back to my Detroit trip. They have an awesome <laughs> farmer's market there. Every you? Set, oh, my gosh. I'm hundreds exci- of vendors. Hundreds. Oh, my God. I'm crazy. ready for ours to like take over Lake they Eola. Have shed. They have like huge sheds that they've had for 100 years there. And people, farmers from all over like the county yes. areas. All bring their Michigan cherries and blueberries. It's called Eastern Market. Michigan awesome. cherry. That's my drag name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Monday, Canvas, the grand opening in Paramore. All right, where's that going? Uh, the Center for Emerging Art. Oh, where UCF. UCF. Okay. Yeah. And I think uh, they were subsidized like $50,000 by the city to open up that new space. Yeah. Which... Maybe maybe UCF could have just not charged them rent and they called could. it a day. That's true. <laughs> I'll say it. Ben Bomb, Ben Bomb Food Truck, their final night at Red Light. Red Light is on Monday, too. Are they 6 opening PM. up their restaurant? I think it's actually in preparation of their restaurant opening. Cool. They're, they're not answering my emails. This is on Corinne. On Corinne. Uh, so that's happening. The Orlando Pride's playing again on Tuesday. They're Two playing games. Washington Spirit at 7.30. Cult Classes, The Last Dragon. Is playing at Enzian at nine thirty on I Tuesday. The last dragon, Leroy Green versus Shonuff. The it's a martial arts oh, okay. battle for the for the histories. I'm so upset I missed. They played Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, and Day of the Dead <laughs> this week at the Enzian, <laughs> and I missed all of them. We don't get enough time to do fun things. I wanted to go see Dawn of the Dead so bad, but I was gone. Hope everyone out there is like listening because we we work real hard so you could go out and have fun. Yeah. And I miss everything. And I stay home and just prep for this just show. Pre- <laughs> and irons his pants. You can't tell, but his <laughs> pants are pressed. Just like, and I'm impressed. <laughs> There's the Milk District Mixer, Tuesday night, 6 p.m. 210 Bumby. I don't know where that is. They didn't say it was a place. 210 Bumby. Uh, but you can talk all about the upcoming Milk District improvements. $5. It's also a, a little fundraiser for them. All you right. get involved to see what's happening in the milk. Love the milk. Uh, Wednesday, Blondie and Garbage are playing at Hard Rock. Oh, that'll be a good show. Gosh, that's like a cassette. That's a mixtape from my past, yeah. Blondie and Garbage. Um, that's at 8 p.m. Parallel then, Lines album by Blondie is a good album. Sing some. I, it, uh, no, I'm not much of a singer. <laughs> I sing it to me later. <laughs> and then, uh, sne- oh, it, and it's sold out. Oh, we thank you, Scotty Campbell. Sold Peanut out. Gallery. Blondie and Garbage. Blondie. So that's what we were telling you about. We wanted to let you know. That it's sold out. And then last up is uh, there's a sneak peek of the new K-8 Paramore School. Oh, it's really? happening that night, too. Yeah, it's what like day? a community open house. That's uh, Wednesday night. Wednesday night. Wednesday night. We're going to be there. I'll be there with Art Reach Orlando, that art nonprofit I work with. Cool. Because we're doing some programming there. We got to go, Brendan. All right, we're out. I got to say thanks, though, to Pepe's Cantina in downtown Orlando. Thanks, Pepe's Cantina. We are full. And the old Bumby Arcade building. Yeah. Yeah, we'll be back. See you next week. Skinny Margarita. Skinny Margarita.